Hey, this podcast isn't for kids. It contains swearing and can sometimes contain mature topics, so listen at your own risk. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Growl Podcast. I am Mel Schmidt. And this is Vincent Malay. It's been a freaking year since we recorded, and I apologize. And you may notice that Vince isn't Reverb. Vince is actually my husband, and he's going to be standing in for Reverb for a while because Reverb's roommate works from home, so he can't really record during COVID. As well as he's been a bit more busy just because of all of the trouble and just like the cost involved with COVID and how it sort of shut down some of the jobs and so he had to figure out some new things. So I'm just stepping in for a bit. Yeah. So this is Vin speaking. This I'm just going to do like a little introduction here and there. That way you can get used to my voice. But we first wanted to do just like a recap of like what happened in the past year. There was like a lot of things that happened. Mostly because like COVID-19 and then 2020 has just been like a really odd year in itself. Yeah, the the last episode of this podcast was before COVID was even in the news, let alone in the United States. Yeah, and like you don't know that much about me. So like I've been in the U.S. Army for the past almost seven years, but I failed a PT test and got out. And that was like that decision happened like right at the beginning of COVID. So that extended the process of me getting out of the army. So it's just been like a bit of trials for us as well on our end, as well as Revolves. But like, it's just been very interesting to, to see like how the news cycle has been going and just to see how life had to change because of COVID. Yeah, because, and that's actually a perfect freaking segue for my thing. So to get this back on the furry side of since this is a furry podcast, a lot of you, if you're listening, have probably heard me say that furry YouTube content and kind of furry content in general has been kind of on an endless cycle where everyone will cover the same content over and over again and not necessarily copy each other. It was just that nobody really had their own set brand of content. And I honestly think that the lockdown, and I'm going to preface this by saying, I do not think the lockdown is a positive thing. I am saying that this is more, it was an innovate or die scenario for furry YouTube. And I believe that everybody kind of had to develop their own thing. Like Majira was already thinking about going into more Twitch stuff. And he also was doing like, I want to do my own thing because all of my videos are heavily scripted. And I kind of am bored with that. And from like an outsider perspective of just how YouTube has been changing as well as with lockdown is that vlogging as well as like con videos, like they can't really have a space just because there's no large gatherings. And with like an outside perspective of like Unis Honest from Markiplier and what's Ethan's uh, Crank Gameplays crank, crank game yeah. is that they had they created something just to be creative and just put out a new video every single day and they had to like also do a change in their content to figure out how to virtually collaborate and i think that has also sparked a bit of creativity to everyone just because they have more time and they can't really do any like social gathering so they had to innovate how they get together uh, or how they collaborate with others and they can actually have time 
to properly plan some of their videos ideas yeah because speaking of con stuff i'm not certain this is why beta did it it might have just been that editing was taking a long time but beta seems to have like staggered his last year's con videos super heavily so that people can still have the experience of a con vlog in 2020 even though this con might not necessarily be from 2020 and i thought that it i thought that was really cool if not a bit confusing because i was like what the hell a con didn't happen this year and also speaking about cons a lot of cons have gone virtual which i haven't experienced personally but vince has because he's into vr chat and stuff like that yeah, like I got into like VO chat once I figured out that you don't need the fancy equipment of a full VO setup. You can just get on to the desktop version through Steam, which is free, and just start exploring. And I've been able to go to the first experience of full reality VO. And this past weekend, they just did an event, but I was working nine and a half hours each day so i didn't want to devote more time to actually go into it but i did see some of the highlights from the con like there was like new who uh autos in the vo chat so there's like a whole a whole new set of like content and more people have been able to do full 3d the uh avatars Rend- yeah rendering and stuff like that and it, it's kind of cool because it I'm kind of on the sidelines outside looking in at VR chat because I'm in Maney chat and a lot of the Manies uh, are, well, there's a lot of artists in Maney, in Maney chat, but a lot of them have been like, oh yeah, I'm paying to have someone make an avatar. And I'm like, wait, you can do that? And it's really cool seeing how it's like VR chat has kind of created a whole new genre of furry art. It's really cool, actually. Yeah, like there was like a lot of really cool like 3D aspects as well as like, since we can't like get together get together on the outside we, you can just set up like a space and then invite all of your friends so it's brought people together and i've met some really cool new friends during the times of like more covid lockdown but since we've been like sort of getting slowly getting back to normal we've sort of like just been distanced a bit but it's just been like a really cool space just to go on and explore some of like the furry worlds and just all of like the different communities in VO chat. Yeah, because we're lucky where we have each other to talk to. But I've heard from a lot of like single furries and stuff that the lockdown is hitting them really hard because their main socialization and stuff was going to meets, talking with people in person. And now they're like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm touch starved, basically. Mm hmm. And, like, you can sort of get that in VRChat if you have, like, the equipment for it. Desktop, you don't really have that because you don't really, you're not able to, like, look with your eyes as much as, like, with moving your head and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm more talking about just people being physically able to be, hear another voice. Because I went from never being on Furry Discord to one night I literally talked to the same person for about six hours and we were up till about 7 a.m. And they're like, oh, fuck, we should probably go to bed. Yeah. And, like, I've even seen, like, some studies since I listened to a lot of NPR news and some of the podcasts is that just talking on the phone with people can help improve your mental state. So, like, if you're not able to do, like, the VR chat and all that, just talk being said a time to call some of your fully friends 
or just try to reach out and just have a community get together on yeah. VR chat or in a group chat on Telegram or yeah, Discord would be also good. Because it's kind of like that stupid like boomer meme. When was the last time you called your mom? Let's make it. When was the last time you voice chatted or FaceTimed your furry friend? Yeah, because even if you can't go out and have coffee with each other or at least like join up for like a, the next furry con, which they've all been canceled, you can try to like schedule like, hey, the second weekend of each month, let's go to a new like fully VO chat world or, or join it, a Discord. Yeah, or at least join a Discord call because. I can speak from experience. I used to be a major homebody where literally the only thing I would do was clean the house, work on the podcast, and maybe Twitch stream every once in a while. That, you need to talk to somebody. It's 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 not good to just get in your, you, you get in your own head a bit and you become your own worst enemy. And sometimes you just need somebody to talk to, to be like, hey, is this the correct line of thinking or am i just is my brain being a dick basically yeah and like i sort of had it good since like i still was working in the army so i still had people to interact with at like the workplace but like for mel he was just alone and didn't really have that much of a friend base just because we will on, we were, we were in, we were like an hour and a half away from everybody, and we're we've moved since then. Yeah, so we're at least closer now, where we can like go to like either like a small gathering. Like we recently joined we up did, with a friend ha- to do like an outdoor by, walk. By small gatherings, we mean like me, Vince, and one other person. We don't mean like towing the line of saying, "Oh yeah, it's only ten people." We literally will have like. We will have friends, and we will self-quarantine, and then we will make sure we're healthy, and then we might hang out with one extra person. And we've only done that once. Yeah. And, like, the group size limits would be, like, top seven if you all know that you've been, like, not exposed or, like, have If you have a test verifying that you do not have COVID and you don't have antibodies. Yeah. And this is just... It, it, it's really interesting that we have to preface everything with like, oh yeah, this we we hung out with a friend, but only a friend. It's just it's interesting. Yeah, and just because like there's like a whole new like dynamic, especially with like where you, where we are, where like we didn't really have a federal plan and all of that. So it's just been like really interesting just to see like how people in New Zealand are now able to go. Everyone can go to the stadium. Well, let's we, not make it. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's not discuss real world stuff. This is an escape for people. Yeah, but what was the thing you wanted to talk about? Because I've covered We're, my whole YouTube content cycle seems to have been broken, and everybody has their own brand of thing now, which I think is really cool. I'm not saying, and I, I just want to say, I'm not saying everybody was copying everybody and no one was creative. I was just saying that furry content in general was stuck in a rut and it kind of needed that innovator die moment for everybody to discover hey i can i can do my own thing i can i don't have to cater to my fans 100 percent and just cover the same content every single time yeah and like speaking of like Majil, i know that he recently like did a stop to like 
hey, I'm no longer going to do scripted videos. And at first it was sort of like, okay, now you sort of are just like grasping for an idea. But it sort of took like a moment of, I think like self-reflection or like sort of how like Unis Honest, like at first the content was just like, let us make breakfast with sex toys yeah. in a safe walk yeah. and way. And I think Majira always strikes me as a ridiculously creative person. I would hang out with him. Like, he seems like a sweetie pie. But, um, I honestly think that was a good decision for him. Don't touch that. Um, but he, um, he, he, he needed to get back on his feet, if that makes sense. Like, there's always a transition between period between, okay, I have this idea, I've executed the idea, now I need to flesh out the idea. Because even you can even see in some of his videos where this this is becoming an analysis of Majira content. Mm -hmm. But um he would even say in his videos like, I don't really know what to do. And then he's done kind of actually really amusing things of like because of my Twitch chat, I bought a thousand dollars worth of furry merch. And now I'm going to show you all of it, which I think was kind of cool because honestly, I didn't know there were that many furry um, uh, clothing people out there. I thought it was just like Nomad Complex and like Lydia Arts and stuff like that. But check out Maul. Maul looks really good. And what's the spelling on that one? M-A-U-L and I think the A has an umlaut. That's the two dots above it. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, when I first heard about it, I thought it was like Maul as in like puzzle malls no it's m-a-u-l it's mall sorry i'm southern <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was like a really cool video and i like how he got himself like a 2d stills that way like even if he's just going to be like talking or doing like a light video i really he's... appreciate that because he even said himself i realize that by only showing up in it even just partial suiting i'm reinforcing the idea that you need a, a fursuit to be in the fandom or to make content in the fandom, which I've kind of subconsciously leaned into that because I have a partial suit now I bought off a friend, and the first thing I thought was, hey, now I can make videos. Mm -hmm. And I do like some of like the chip flick and other like animators or like the artists that can make their own stills and do like uh, drawn in the life or just like those stills are able to be there when they're telling a story. Yeah, and then there's also Fluke, who's basically become the furry Jenna Marbles. And I mean that in the most... I, I'll put it this way. I love Jenna Marbles, and I love that Fluke has kind of become the furry Jenna Marbles. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's funny, because Vince doesn't really enjoy Jenna's content very much. Yeah. And he's kind of had to deal with it through osmosis, through me, because I'll always have it on in the background. Yeah, I'm mostly just like the Julian cooking videos, although I don't, I can't really like emulate it just because he has the gluten free and vegetarian. Yeah. So, vegan. It's vegan. Okay. Yeah. There's just like that slight difference of vegan and vegetarian that I still don't fully understand. And I've been vegan because my mom is vegan. And it's, it's, vegan is good to do. But it is so expensive because you are buying nothing but fresh produce and like everything has the vegan tax attached to it. 
And that is if you're like actually buying the stuff that has been marketed to that. Yeah. There's still ways to do it like cheaply or at least like if you want to go for like the canned vegetables route, that is an option. But it's better to also get like the fresh produce, which is how it can be expensive. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will always say canned goods are perfectly fine if you need them, but fresh produce is, you can taste the difference most of the time. Yeah, I got a new job at one of like the good grocery stores in the area called Oh, I'm going to have to cut that out. Well, oh yeah, true, true. <laughs> like, okay, you should maybe stop that. No, I'll just, don't worry. Okay. Cut. You don't have we to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's never done a podcast with me before. I'll walk him through it. But you don't have to say anything. I just have to find it and then cut it out and put a funny okay. little noise. Because do you know what's bad? A bleep noise counts as a swear. So it will still get you demonetized. So I work at a bougie or a really good grocery store in the area that I will not say this time. <laughs> And I work in the deli department and we have like ready and grab items. So like I get to talk with like a lot of customers and sort of see like what they're going to make. And they pride themselves in having like the best and freshest ingredients. And like they even have like their own private label where they curate their items. So it's been like really interesting since I I like I want to be like more of a home chef and learn how to better my own cooking. So it's been like really cool that I can like get a discount on some of the ingredients. So I've been liking the cooking content of YouTube and how that's sort of grown and especially all of like the cheap like quarantine food videos that started it off. It it, like not just for YouTube, but to go back to the thing, it is interesting how YouTube content as a whole has kind of had to shift just because for many, many months, you basically couldn't go outside. And a lot of people that do YouTube lived in California or they live in Europe because in California, they they actually listened to the lockdown and a lot of places in the United States didn't. But um, in Europe, they're going through a second lockdown right now. Mm -hmm. So that's, they're going to have to do this all over again, basically. Yeah. And, like, since you're no longer able to, like, go out and, like, eat inside of a a lot of the restaurants, or they had to switch to, like, doing only takeout or outdoor dining with you, like, wearing a mask until you're actually eating and all that. It's been really interesting just to, like, having to switch over to, like, at first doing, like, all pantry goods. Yeah. So, like, cooking was a challenge for a while, but it was sort of like fun having to innovate at home as well. I wouldn't say fun. I would say interesting because it's not fun when you're a big guy like me and you're like, what are we going to have for dinner tonight? I don't know. Let's see what we have in the pantry, which is honestly, I fully believe you should be able to go in the pantry and see a few things and then just throw a meal together. But I don't have that talent, unfortunately, and I need to get close to the mic. Yeah. And like... Ramen is good and cheap, but it's just like once you have ramen for a week and you only know how like three ways to do it, you sort of need new ideas. <laughs> the funny thing is that's kind of a dig at me because I literally said, 
okay, you 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 bought lunch stuff for yourself, but all I have is ramen, and I've made like fifteen different types of ramen, and I kind of need something more. <laughs> yeah, cause like I was like I only have like thirty minutes on my lunch break, so I'm just like I got stuff for me, and then sort of we got to grab stuff for him as well, since like. I'm sometimes in the mindset of just like, okay, this is what I need for the week. Yeah, which, I mean, I should honestly buy my own groceries, but yeah. (laughs) Or at least, like, the stuff that you need for work, and then I can do, like, the stuff for our own, like, at-home, like, dinners and stuff. Yeah, it's just, me, I'm a bit socially awkward, so once I'm done with work, I just want to come home, pet my cats, and play Guild Wars 2. Which they've also enjoyed quarantine. Let's move away from quarantine yeah. talk because yeah. <laughs> it's it's just like a big part of it. I mean, it's like we have sort rec- of heard to like avoid it while it being like one of the main reasons why we haven't had a podcast. Yeah, and it's also kind of like well, people are going to be saying, well, why didn't you record a podcast in December, January, November? Or April, because we basically had until like mid-April uh, before lockdown started happening in America. So that was just us being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like collabing with someone that's like in the process of like, I think he was in the process of starting to move. At that point, like I'd sort of get like the timeline. No, he he was he was already where he was, but then but then he was going through some relationship stuff, some major relationship stuff. Um, he had just become an assistant manager at a place, and then he also got a second job on top of that. So it was kind of like, yeah, we're not gonna have time to record <laughs> mm-hmm. because it, it it kind of skews like me for a while. I didn't have a job. I know you're all used to me saying that, but it was like I have all the I had all the time in the world and then Reverb had no time whatsoever, so it was kind of like what do I do? And I am so sorry it took me a fucking year to figure out, wait, I can do podcasts with my husband who lives with me. <laughs> yeah. It's like and I've it, sort of wanted to see like sort of like join in or at least like help in the podcast at times like with maybe providing ideas or like a moderator type role of like okay like hey pause this bit and like what about like some news that's happened in the fully universe yeah because it was funny because it, it was only like a f- like three or four days ago where i was literally at work i just got a brainwave met telegrammed him and was like hey would you be opposed to being on the podcast and he was like not at all and i was like whoa yeah and then it was like, okay, now what to talk to other than like random cooking and why we haven't been actually talking for this time. And we, I will fully admit for for us to not record for a year, we don't really have an, a good excuse for that. That's just, that's inexcusable pretty much. Yeah. And we just wanted to like give you like the broad update of mostly why. Yeah, because we went from almost winning an Ursa Major to getting maybe 50 plays a month, which mm-hmm. is kind of a big change. 
How many notes were like the players before the awesome major thing? Oh, uh, we have like forty five hundred plays total. So we were getting like maybe a hundred or so a month. We're still a real small time podcast, but I mean yeah. people do listen. I mean, I know one of you out there, you're a freaking super fan, and I love you because you literally listen to every single podcast every month, and it's really cool, and I appreciate that. Keeping the dream alive. I've only gotten small updates of like, oh, there was like a person in this place that listened. And well, yeah, like, because I'm really, I'm really weird about my projects where if you're not involved with the project, I'm probably not going to tell you about it because it's my baby and I don't want people to infer- interfere with that, which is funny because I'm pretty sure there was a podcast I listened to like six months ago that was literally like, okay, how to let go of, yeah, it, it was a freaking Ear Biscuits episode. It's like, how do you relinquish your control to someone else of your project so that your project can succeed? Because Rhett and Link, I mean, you you know who Rhett and Link is. They, they have projects ever. They run their own company based on YouTube. And they had to realize, hey, if we do this the way we're doing it now, where we film the videos, we write the videos, and we edit the videos, we're not going to be able to get very big. And we need to relinquish control to people that we trust so that we can succeed and do bigger things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to watch like Red and Link a lot in the past, but I've sort of like haven't really had the time to watch some of their newer content. And it's also because I haven't been watching them because exactly. a, a lot of the stuff you watch, you'll kind of not really watch, but I will have one in the background and you're forced to watch it, with I, which I apologize for. And the one of the reasons about that is like we like different content and we only have like a few... Of like the same things that we're like, oh, we can watch this together. So we've sort like of Mando, made... and uh, somebody feed Phil. Yeah, we love somebody feed Phil. But it... then there's like some of like the other like Netflix stuff. Like uh, you kid... like anime, I don't. <laughs> as well as like some of like the kid shows on on Netflix, like Kippo and the Age of Wonder Beasts, that like I absolutely loved, and he may soon watch it. Maybe, because if you look at the, it, it's it's so funny. If you look at the difference between our profiles on Netflix, his is like animation, DreamWorks, anime, all that. Mine's like World War Two documentaries, freaking cooking shows, freaking. I I live up to the stereotype of being a dad, pretty much, and I'm only twenty five. Yeah, like anime, a little bit of cooking shows, mostly because I switched over to. YouTube booties rather than Netflix. At least I turned you on to Tasting History because that channel is really good. Yeah. And that that channel is really cool because it's kind of a success story of, oh, I'm just doing this for fun during quarantine. Oh, wait, now I'm making enough money where I can quit my job. (laughs) Yeah. So like some of like that good stuff has also popped up and like people just starting like or having time to say like, let me just have like a fun little project and then hitting it. To a point where, like, hey, I can actually do this now. Yeah, it's like, it's like I'm just going to do this for fun. If people watch it, who cares? Or, like, if people watch it, that's good, but I don't expect to get big. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, holy crap, I can literally live off of the money this is making for me. Yeah. And he does, like, a really cool, like, uh, cooking thing where he just looks up, like, the history of a food item. And that's why or, I like it, because I'm a history nerd. Or, like, finds, like, an obscure item that's not really made anymore. Like, Hippocras. Which is? I forget. It's, like, 
Wasn't it that that weird drink? Yeah, it was that weird drink, and it's what a Hippocratic sleeve is named after. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it might have been like a really thick porridge, or just like a, it's like a thing for like royals to drink, and they just. And it, it was, was it was like fucking disgusting. Yeah, it was disgusting, but it was like basically like a morning shake or like the breakfast that you can drink for a royal to have all of the nutrients he needs to go into battle. Yeah. And also, it, 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 I'm just looking at my freaking desktop right now and saying, oh yeah, I don't like anime. I have a freaking BNA commission of Fursona Mel and Human Mel on my freaking desktop as my background, so I'm, I'm a dirty, dirty hypocrite about that. Yeah, it's like, he doesn't really like watching the anime, but some of the animation and the art styles he absolutely loves. Yeah, like, I mean... I'm the kind of person that will say, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. Then I will find the one super specific thing in that genre that I like, and I will binge the fuck out of it, and then never watch anything ever again for like two years. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure you like at least some of the style of BSS, or do you not like it because of the hands and the feet? I don't like it because it's that weird, like, digital cell shading that new anime has that i really don't like and i also don't like it because it's like oh i thought they were just high school kids oh this is murdery oh this is really horny i don't know no zootopia but for adults and made no, by and not, like adult swim not adults and not made by adult swim but B- like b stars is zootopia adult content b stars is zootopia but for horny angsty teens and it's really so, you know Drawfee? Yeah. Karina likes Beastars. I'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. I sort of don't know that oh, much about no. Drawfee. So, is that the one that does like the really goy anime stuff? Or is that another one? Karina is the one who draws all the anime stuff. Okay. Karina is the one that, like, she, she has extreme baby energy, but her character also has a knife. Okay. Yeah. He has no idea what I'm talking about. So much, because I've only seen, like, Joffrey, like, here and there, and I sort of haven't learned the personalities or, like, the people behind Joffrey as much. Yeah, and meanwhile, I, again, I used to have nothing but time on my hands, so if I wanted to deep dive into the lore of some shit, I could, and I, I, I'm having to get used to, oh, I have to go to work, I can't spend six hours looking up Guild Wars 2 Char lore. Yeah. And, like, before he had a job, I would just, like, oh, I'm just going to watch this, like, playlist and just, like, watch every single little video or content from this person and then switch it up to, like, another person. So, you, haven't you seen, like, all of Kate and, no, Evelyn and Kate? I or have like... seen every single episode of Evan and Caitlin, yes. Oh, yes, Evelyn and Caitlin. Evan and Caitlin. Evan and Caitlin. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, Mark's Van is another one. Yeah, Mark's Van is my therapy. Like, if I'm having a bad day and I just, I need something to watch that makes me feel better, I will watch Mark's Van. But he never actually watches the true conclusion to Mark's Van, which is soon to be gone. From rip the, the barrel, rip the barrel. Yep. Well, uh, Eve destroys the van with a bat which i kind of don't agree with that video because it's like mark literally said yeah i just spend over a thousand dollars getting this van fixed up and i mean i props to props to mark to living up to the promise but 
That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Although they also bought a casket, which is sort of cool and morbid in a way. Yeah, that is that's that's morbid. Yeah. yeah. So, have we covered everything we want to talk about this podcast? Like, I think so. Unless like you have any other ideas or tangents that we can go down. I really don't think so, because this was just supposed to be a recap episode with a little sprinkling of furry stuff in it, and we achieved that. Yeah. So, alright everybody, this has been Growl episode, I can't remember because it's been a freaking year, and this has been Vincent Melly and Mel Schmidt, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Growl podcast is recorded by Vincent Melly and Mel Schmidt. You can find the podcast Twitter at twitter.com slash growlpod. You can find Mel at twitter.com slash Mel's was taken. You can find Vincent at twitter.com slash Vincent Vincent and Mel both wish you a wonderful day, and thanks again for listening.